The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! We're back. It's Wednesday after all. And uh, yeah, we're back. We're back here live doing it again, talking comics, pop culture, news, reviews with a little bit of booze. And uh, yeah, we're all over the place. Today, we're a little bit more focused. We'll be talking about Mortal Kombat and the Battle for the Realm, I believe it's called. I kept Googling Battle for Realms, Battle for the Realms, Battles for the Realm, and then they sent me to Annihilation. And then uh, we're also doing Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. I call it Shang-Chi, but, you know, apparently everything that you did with Shang-Chi and the Mandarin in the past is offensive now. So we have to say it different. But, yeah, we're going to be reviewing Marvel's uh, latest MCU uh, epic kung fu movie uh, with uh, with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So, yeah, stick around for that. As always, you can get a hold of us by going to fantasticforum.live and... There's a button in there that lets you call in if you want to do that. Um, as for my cohorts here, we got Jay Man in the board. Hey, what's up? Yeah, Jay. Uh, he's Man in the board. Pretty soon he'll be uh, giving you some music, but not today. He got me all excited for that, but then he said he's not doing it today. So stick around for that. You're gonna if you hit subscribe, like, and the bell, you'll be uh, you'll be here for. It. Look, there's his ukulele. Yeah, I'm almost ready. That's a nice dissonant tone, man. That's a middle, that middle minor chord, man. That's the devil's tritone. The devil's tritone. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. The devil's tritone. I'm I'm transforming as we speak. Uh next to him we have Oz. Uh yeah. Tire calls being crazy in chat already. Yeah. yeah. He's a <laughs> he's excited. He's excited. He's excited as I was about Joe's in, uh instrument. And uh you're not gonna play with your organ now, are you? I always do during the show. <laughs> That's why I never stand up. And then uh Next to Oz is uh, Larry Mayor Young. I, I heard that uh, that Larry is actually short for Lerald. I found that out today. I've been calling Larry wow. by mistake. I apologize, Larry. Who told you that? Uh, Weekly World News, the magazine. Oh. I thought I thought Lerald was for you know when Lawrence and Harold were together for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, like it, it, like it was a while where that was like not no Laryl, but Harold and Lawrence was like a thing. Well, like, that's just how people referred to us, well, like, you how, know, in how college. Lawrence, how Lawrence was a little too tongue twisty, so Laryl works better. I, what what I will say to you is, uh, there's very little that brought me more joy today than seeing Joe pick up that ukulele. <laughs> I was I was like, wow. I was like, is Jay about to play something? Like I was just sitting here like 
I'm so ready for this. And you played the one chord and I'm like, I I'll take it. <laughs> that's what that's what I look, it's what hey. I deserve. Hey, hey. Look, no, man, it's jazz, Larry. It's jazz. It's all about the notes you don't play and the false ones in improvisational hey. jazz, man. That's to, it. to to Jay Random. Jay Random <laughs> with the devil's tritone. Ah. <laughs> that's the title of this episode, Devil's Tritone Arg. Um <laughs> I, you know, I, I stepped all over the, in, the the intern. She was gonna tell you how to call, so I'll do that real quick. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? It's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum. Not live. Join the party. You know you want to. And as always, you can do all that, or you can hit us up in Twitch chat or YouTube chat. We get to see both of those. Captain Sandia24 says hi. Hello, and Captain. Laugh Attack Jr. says, hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Laugh, Laugh Attack, Attack. And as I'm, always, the... I'm the Laugh Attack Senior. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's messed up, man. You're saying you're his daddy? Or her dad? <laughs> hey. Take it like you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Jujutsu says, hey, guys, too. All right. Look, a little, little bit of, of what a crap. Up, Jujutsu? What up? And as always, oh. we have eponymous Tiger Claw. There never goes an episode where we never mention Tiger Claw. And he says right here, <laughs> what's up, Fantastic Forum? Did you see episode five of What If? Who would have thought Disney Plus was able to get away with showing zombies? Disney Plus literally has a movie called Zombies. Like, that's the title, Zombies. <laughs> Is that really the title? Zombies? I'm waiting for Zombies 3 to come out. Is how, <laughs> how, how, how many of these they have. Yeah, Are you really waiting for Zombies 3? or Original movies. I think the, the world is waiting for it. Jay knows about oh, it. Wow. It's, a, it's a delightful musical. <laughs> I have not watched What If episode five yet i'm still on the third one i haven't even oh dude i haven't loved the fourth one yeah i haven't watched the third one yet so i, I just watched oh. the two um but yeah so I, i'm excited i heard uh i heard more tentacles you know <laughs> yeah not just men's tentacles but yeah and uh so yeah i i got a little spoiled there so i'm excited about that which puts Shang Chi in another in another perspective. We'll, we'll get that to the review. Uh, we'll get that to when we do the review. In the meantime, I am Moses Magnum, and I'm going to start a little bit of with a little bit of a, of a rant. Something's been um, in my craw. Last week we did a mo deal, an impromptu mo deal for Sandman Overture. It was three thirty nine. If you have Comicsology Unlimited, and uh, they they screwed me out of that one. Um, what happened? It was the, the the day after the show last week was the day that I had to re up my debit card and <laughs> my debit card expired. So Comicsology wouldn't take my payment, um, and it still won't. Even though I went into Amazon, put my new info, everything. For some reason, their server hasn't updated, or I don't know if it's how the Kindle works because the Kindle is the one where I'm buying it because you can't buy the Comixology on any other device other than a PC. 
But here's the thing. I don't have my PC on the toilet when I'm sitting. I have my phone or my iPad. So that sounds like a personal problem. Comics. Hey, if I'm gonna buy my comics, I'm gonna buy them when I'm on the toilet. I need it's shit to eat while I shit. I need, you should have a, a toilet PC. Yeah, like yeah. They they call it laptops, but that's what they're originally for. Yeah. What was yeah. That? Basically, the, the way you fix that, and I believe you do like the Amazon. Uh, shared thing, right? Yeah, that's a no whole other issue with Amazon. They won't let me add Emily, my beautiful wife, for 180 days. So, what you have to do is uh, you have to delete your if you make a charge and it gets denied, uh, Comicsology won't accept it again unless you delete your info and then re enter it. Is yeah. that the ukulele? <laughs> so ominous. What was that? <laughs> Delete your info. Boom. <laughs> it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I, that doesn't make a lot of sense, especially when Mr. Bezos has a five hundred million dollar contract with the CIA, and I have to put all my information in, in a weird, all these weird steps. You know, Apple don't give me that bullshit. They won't let me buy comics on Comicsology, but they won't give me that. Hey, yeah. we got plenty of helpful people in chat who say, "Look, just give them all your info, and they'll uh, they'll take care of it for you." Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. yeah, I'm not falling for that again. That's all games back in the day. It's like, <laughs> who who do you know that's more rep reputable yeah. than Laugh Attack Junior? Like back in no. all games. Chat, checking all games. Chat, Cowley said she was gonna fix my uh, <laughs> my credit. Cowley <laughs> turned out Cowley was a dude. Cowley was a dude, fooled <laughs> everybody for five years. The original catfish, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we're gonna jump into this review real quick. We're gonna start off with Shang-Chi, and uh, I'm gonna play the theme for you. And then, uh, right when the theme ends, J Man wants to tell me, uh, no, Larry, Larry, you tell me what uh what it's about. Tell the good people what it's about. All right. So, uh, Shang-Chi is the latest movie from Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, in theaters only. Uh, it is uh, the the story of Shang-Chi and him trying to get away from uh, basically get away from his life uh, or his previous life uh, under his father's thumb and trying to make a new life for himself in San Francisco. And so um he has his his friend, uh, which is played by Aquafina. Can't remember the friend's name right now. Good character though, but a Katie. It's not Katie. Yeah, Katie. There it is. And uh, you know, they 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 live in a low key kind of free lifestyle, just doing what they do. And uh, eventually, Cheng Cheng Chi's past comes back to. Uh, to basically haunt him and disturb, disturb his uh, his carefree life, and uh, I mean that's that's the the 
spoiler free, uh, you know, tra- trailer trailer version of the story. <laughs> that's the elevator pitch. Listen, I hope that's not the elevator pitch. <laughs> like that that movie doesn't get made. I promise you that. Like, oh. so we're not doing spoilers, huh? Well, I look. You all tell me. Like, you know, I, I don't like. I, I I know for me, like, I personally think like some light ones is fine. But I, what I will say is this: uh, this is one of the few uh, MCU movies where the trailer doesn't really give away the whole movie, and so. It's like, for those that may not have seen it, I would love for them to be able to kind of like actually experience a movie that isn't like pre-spoiled. <laughs> I, I would well, disagree because the trailers told me a lot about the ending. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, think, I, I know you say that, but yeah. you say that after the fact. I don't think you could. You wouldn't have told me that before the movie. Like before before we start arguing those facts or non-facts, Oz, man, why don't you give me your little uh, your little mini review of it? Your what we're gonna promote this episode? Yeah, this. I mean, the, the movie was fine. It's uh, better than than Black Widow. The and I say this as a compliment. The worst actor in this movie is the main actor. Like anytime he's doing a scene with anybody else, he's overshadowed because there's so much talent in this movie. Even Aquafina, which I actually I'm getting sick of, but even she like just blew him out of the water but he does really good in the action scenes because you could tell the dude put some work into it in practicing those they they look good up until the point where they turn into cgi for a few shots you know it's, <laughs> it's cgi that it, i mean it's gotten better since black panther but it's not quite there but you know it, it, it's fine um great great looking movie I have a lot of problems with the script. I think it suffers from from lazy writing and a lot of points. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the it's what it was hyped up to be. But I, I don't want to say it's a bad movie either. Okay. All right, Joe, man, why don't you give me your uh, your take on the movie, man? Um. I thought it was pretty good. Like the action was good. I didn't really have that much of a problem with the actors, or including the guy playing Sean. And uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. Like it was just a really fun movie to me, with good action, cool effects. Nice, uh, uh, Larry, man. Well, you're the Marvel dude. I mean, Oz, man, get that Mickey Mouse button ready. Let me see. Let me, let me. <laughs> Larry, he liked it. He was blown away. He didn't think what, uh, he didn't realize how much he missed about Shang-Chi in the comics. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, look, I, I thought the movie was great. And I mean that in like, like, I I did. It didn't look bad. It it looked like it was gonna be good, and so I went in with, like you know, expecting to enjoy it. But what I actually got was way better than I anticipated, in my opinion. Um, and and I do agree with Oz in the sense that, um, 
Simu as the lead is is the weak link, <laughs> but he's not bad, and that's the whole thing. Where it's like it's just everybody else is just better, but at the same time, it's like like everyone else in the movie are are bona fide superstars in the East. So it's like, you know, it, it's it's not like, it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're like, okay, yeah, I got upstaged, but, you know, you got upstaged by like Michael Caine. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got upstaged <laughs> by, by Denzel Washington. It's like, no one was expecting you to be better than them, you know? And that's the thing, it's like, dude, like Michelle Yeoh is like killing it in every scene. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the dude, uh, I, I don't, I, I feel bad. I don't know the dude's name, but the guy that, that, that plays his father, which, you know, is, I guess, I, I think they say he's a megastar over in the East. And this, my, I think they, I think I read it. This was his first like Hollywood picture, I think. And that, I, look, I, how, how it is that this guy hasn't been doing work well, I'm obviously he made a choice not to do work over here. But what I'm saying is, like, he's so good. Like, this dude, and I feel bad because I didn't mess around and, and figure his name, but he's so good. So it's like, and almost every, like, every other scene is Shang-Chi and his father. So it's like, yeah, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this guy's just, that, he's just amazing. And I'm sure, you know, if you ask Shang-Chi himself, he would tell you the same thing. So, it, yeah, but I, I liked it a lot. I I am interested to hear what it is that, that the issues that you all had with the movie, though. Well, look, let me give you my little take on the film. I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, this is essentially almost a reimagining to a degree of... Uh, of Shang Chi, because I don't remember a lot of these uh, fantasy type things. There, I knew there was some, but it's not what I ever read. <laughs> mm. but either way, I think doing it like this, the way they chose to do it here, was a, a it was it was a good choice. Mm. They made it a little bigger, and, and they, they they do a better. They tie it to what's potentially coming. In the MCU, and I, they just give them a new, fresh take. I know that a lot of the things, like Fu Manchu being in it, like they changed them to the this dad. You know, they got rid of the right. man per se. You know, and right. a lot of things are done because of um, just a little more. Um, I wouldn't even say like racial sensitivity, but something like a little bit more uh, consciousness of yeah. what type of story you're trying to put forward because. It more or less, it, even like the fantasy stuff to me was like, oh man, they're they're making it Asian because because they're Asian, it has to be exotic and different and fantasy. But it, it's not even that. It's more like kind of tying it to the culture a little bit, giving a little bit of that. And uh, overall, it, I think it was better than what a Shang-Chi movie would have been uh, had I seen had I had they made something similar to what I'm more familiar with, you know? Yeah. Um, the rings themselves, I don't like that they're bracelets, but... Yeah. You yeah, know, and, and, and... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. 
well, even like the way they are, like the the attributes and and the power sets that come with them, aren't really like what they are in the comics. So for me, it was like a dumbing down of it. But yeah, later on, I mean, it seems like they're kind of going to what they're supposed to be. But this is the origin of the ring, <laughs> you know, mm. like what it it's what it seems, you know, in the in the after credit scenes yeah. and whatnot. The main thing I heard about why they made them like this is they were worried that the way the rings are in the comics would be too close to like the Infinity Stones. Yeah, did I can see that? But I mean, doesn't matter. Like it didn't matter. (laughs) It didn't matter in the comics. Like it was. It's just as similar there than it is here. In fact, you can actually tell them apart in the comics. You can't tell them apart here. And I feel I feel like the difference, though, is that in the comics, you have, like, years and years of continuity to separate the two, you know? And yeah. Well, even though the MCU, of course, has been around for, like, what is it now? 15 years? Is it yeah. 15? It's like, you know, it's still, like, 15 years of comics versus... It, it, 15 years of comics isn't necessarily that much. Like what we're talking about between the 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 Ten Rings and the Infinity Gauntlet is like decades. So it's like, you know, I I, I agree with you though in the sense that um, them being, I, I don't, I'm not mad at them for not being rings, even though I think I, that's what I would prefer. But what I was definitely disappointed by was the fact that when they even though they decide to make them the, you know, like the the fighting rings, which if, I think is actually a good idea in regards to if you're going to change it, that was a good idea to change it too. But I do think it dropped. Like my disappointment in in that mo- in this movie is like the the opportunity for those rings to each have individual attributes, and that opportunity not taken because I feel like visually it could have been more interesting. Uh, and 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 that's not to say it's not interesting what we do get, but it's just like yeah. it, it could have been more interesting than what we did get, and truer to the comic, you know. And because like the change makes sense to me actually, which is something that I don't say often, <laughs> you know. Where I'm like, oh no, I get, I get why you make that change, but that doesn't mean that each one of those rings can have had like an attribute unto itself, and you don't even have to necessarily explain it. It can just be a thing where you know that okay, when he uses this ring, he's using it for this particular crowd. And I, you know, fan theory th- time, fan theory time is. Uh, I-, I think you're gonna get more information out of these and more attributes as time goes on. I think like just this dude, you know, I, I keep wanting to call him Fu Manchu, but he's not Fu Manchu. No. He's Wen Wu. Or yeah. Wen. Um, but he, like, he just found them or whatever, and he just used them for what he wanted to do, you know? Um, you saw, like, when, uh, when Shang-Chi started using them, they took on different attributes, more, uh, even tied into the martial arts he was using, where dad and and his initial training, Shang-Chi and and the dad's training are more aggressive, uh, straight to the point, killing, uh, fighting styles, and, what he essentially was learning with his mom and his aunt was more internal, your Tai Chi's, you know, and that's like 
because of that, they took on the attribute more on the defensive and on the manipulation of leverage and things like that. Uh, but we didn't see enough of that. <laughs> that that, that uh, as a diverse film as this is, <laughs> we didn't see diversity in the ring's powers <laughs> or, or yeah. abilities. But you know, the thing when it when it tied to the chick's hand to like create the grip more, you know, yeah. that's something that didn't do. You know, and right. uh, so I think we're gonna see more of that. Honestly, I think these were supposed to be the quantum bands, and they just they needed, <laughs> they needed somehow to tie it to the name of the organization, the Ten Rings. And so I said, "Well, I get there's ten of them. Boom, there we go. That these are the Ten Rings now. They're the Quantum Rings." Yeah. I mean, but they. Oh, go ahead, Jack. Real quick, we have a question in chat. Uh, they're asked. Uh, Alfonso Seja is asking. Uh, do they acknowledge the Ben Kingsley Mandarin in the movie? Yeah, they acknowledge it. He's in it, and he apologizes for it. <laughs> spoiler! It's not a spoiler. I mentioned this last week before we saw the movie. Yeah, but nobody listens to it because that. the trailer spoiled it. <laughs> um, the fight scenes were really good. I really enjoyed even the CGI ones. So, so good. My favorite one was the one with the sister in the cage because that that reminded me of me and my sister. Like I just identify with that so much. But um, yeah, but <laughs> the, the rest of them, you know, the dragon scales and all that was a little too uh, too Narnia y for me. But it worked. It worked. Um, the one on the bus was fucking tight. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. had a lot of good shit. A lot of good shit in it. Um, it, it, it it was it was definitely a thing for me where in my mind I was like, how are they gonna like up the martial art cred? Because it's like you know, like obviously MCU has their uh, you know their fight choreographers and whatnot, and they're good. The fights are good already, but it's like you know when you're talking about somebody's like a master of kung fu, it's like I need this dude. Like I need I need him to fight different. Than the people that we've seen previous, and I'm like, you know, I was look, that's something I went into the movie looking for, and yeah, they delivered. They, for, they definitely do it. First thing you got to do is not get the people from Iron Fist. <laughs> Dude, then, the fights in the fights in Iron Fist are underrated. Man. They really are. Some are better than others. They, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying they're all. Yeah. Season one is. It, I think we all agree. Season one of Iron Fist is the worst one. And I think season two, they they get better, but that you know at that point they have a season. They have defenders out of the way. I think when they did defenders, they got the um, the stunt coordinators from from Daredevil to come in and kind of show them, hey, this is why you're stupid. And then they fix that. So season two of Iron Fist is a little bit better because they learn why they're dumb. But I mean, Cheng 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 Chi's way back. This this. Ten rings though, like it. This organization is dumb, right? Like we all agree on that. A little. Why? Like what's wrong it's, with them? It's uh, they they they're gonna go into battle. Why does nobody have a gun? Like they got these like electrical bladed weapons, where like you know a couple of semi-automatics would have like. I, 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 it's a horrible terrorist organization. Like they, they have no, they have no explosives, no real guns. Um, 
they were a bit more efficient when Alcato took them over. Yeah, actually, you know what? The, the the fake Mandarin was way more efficient than look. This guy has had these rings for for however long he's had them, and has failed to conquer the world. Like I, I understand the reasons why modern times he did nothing, but like that this organization should be more than what it is in this movie. I'm being very careful because I'm trying not to spoil. I don't understand why why Shang-Chi was picked to be a successor because at the point that that happens if you're immortal why do you need a successor like why why are you planning for a successor that's not immortal you're immortal your son isn't you're gonna live for thousands of years he's gonna live for maybe 70 80 something like that what but I that doesn't make sense I it, it was a plan to pass pass them down but it wasn't because at that point he had he had taken him up again. He was immortal again. See that 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 training for Shang Chi should have been when the dad is is semi retired. Like that 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 makes sense. Okay, he's he's preparing his son to to be what he was. But once he's once he's taken up the rings again and he's regained his immortality. And he's unstoppable. Why? What? Why? He's gonna live for thousands of years. He can make more kids. And yeah, but that, that sounds a little harsh, but they they imply in the movie that he doesn't really care that much about his kids, especially the females. Let's well, be like, honest. Oh, spoilers, but that's his arc. <laughs> like he learns to care about his kids. <laughs> the uh, how the sister like ends up being like a badass martial artist makes absolutely no sense like no sense it there's a way that that could have been done where it actually makes it would have made her story a little bit better especially why like the reason she gets away from her father is dumb and with like a, a couple little tweaks you her being a badass makes more sense and her leaving would have more impact and her not wanting to come back, kind of like it. It makes the character a little bit deeper, but it's just—I don't know. I, I had a lot of issues with this. Badass does the same way Splinter does. It's like, how is that dumb? What's that? I missed that. Bit. Splinter, Splinter watched his master in the rat cage. Right. Okay, that's dumb too. Oh, how dare you, son of! What you're saying is she needed mutagen. Yeah, Splinter had mutagen. There you go. But he was doing the martial arts before the mutagen. <laughs> well, it's, it's not true a, in the rat cage. A, look, if you need the mutagen to make you a hero, then you don't deserve. It. Isn't that what Uncle Ben said? Right. The rice guy. <laughs> Iron Ben said that, I believe. Yeah, but that's the MCU Uncle Ben. Like, that's when Spider-Man, like, that's his loss that he has to uh, live up to, have the tip on his shoulder for the rest of his life. You don't give a fuck about Uncle Ben. You give a fuck about Uncle Tony. Yeah, and Wait, I mean, the, the dad looking for Kung Lao, Kung Lung, uh, trying to get there. Like that place. It might as well be. 
No, this is a Nexus gate. Like, Kunlun isn't a Nexus gate. I yeah, one's a mystical realm, and the other one is a other dimensional realm. It's a mystical realm with a dragon in it. Right, but it's a pocket universe in and of itself. So is Kunlun. Yeah. It, it's technically like on the Asgard tree, right? Is that what it is there? I mean... It it's like one of those like god right, realms. Right next to Nippelheim. Yeah. Oh, see. <laughs> see. Well, it's, it, it's in the Areola ring. Oh my god. It's realm 5.2. I don't... Wait, what? I missed that one. Realm 36D. Oh, yeah, you have, you have Kung Lung, uh, Tao Ro, or Tao Lo, whatever that is, Nippelheim, and wherever the, the He Who Remains was at the end of that show. Like, that's, that's, the, that's the plane of existence there. And it's also surrounded by a, by a giant cock ring that was shattered by when, when, uh, when Sylvie came in and made it hard. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, why don't you tell me what an inch ring? Jay, why don't you tell me what issues you have aside? Because you know, I let Oz talk too much. Um, my issues, you know, I don't actually have like issues. Like, I thought everything kind of just went really well. Um, yeah, like no real issues for me. Like, I wouldn't call it the perfect movie experience, but. I really did enjoy everything. Um, the fighting I thought was great. The scaffolding fight. Yeah. Um, I even like the Wong fight. Him against Abomination was actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the short amount of time it was on. And uh, yeah, like I, I didn't have a problem with the acting. Aquafina wasn't annoying. Um, yeah, like. I, I thought it was good. Like everything was really well done. Like not too many missteps, except the rings. Like, mm-hmm. and I will admit, at first I did not realize they were supposed to be the Mandarin's rings. Like <laughs> until you mentioned it, like two weeks ago, <laughs> right? And then that that actually did start to bother me. Uh, but you know, I, I get it. But yeah, like honestly, there's just not a lot wrong with this movie. It's a really fun. Um, I think it's interesting that it's not. It feels like a little separated from the MCU. So like, you kind of like a street level. Like it feels like a street level hero doing his thing. Uh, the yes, eventually it does end up having like kind of a world saving aspect, but it is nice to get away to get to these like more street level heroes having big movies instead of just being relegated to like Netflix shows. And that that's kind of how I felt watching it, where I was like, oh, it's got to go all fantastical because it's exotic and easy, but. It you know it, if it would have just stayed street level it wouldn't have been <laughs> such a uh, a big story uh, it, it would have been essentially like a Netflix show <laughs> or ABC show 
which is not what I would have uh, enjoyed <laughs> as much. Seeing the nature of, of the MCU moving forward, like I think, th- I think it was good to do it this way. <laughs> Real quick, I feel like I, I need to point out that Aquafina didn't annoy me specifically in this movie, just in general overall, because I've I've just been seeing her a lot. It's it's a personal thing. She's I, not a, I, she's I, I, well, I'm just seeing her too much where it's getting on my nerves that I'm watching something new and there's Aquafina. But I'm not saying she's bad. Like I said, she's better than the main actor in this thing. So it's not her doing anything other than it's it's just me. That that's that's all me. That's a that's a personal issue. Not she's fine in this movie. She's like she's better than the main dude, and you know she like they, have to, they have to take her on the adventure. And yeah, she's she's almost better than the main dude. Like, they, yeah, they they have to pair him up. Like Shang Chi is not going to be by himself ever, because him by himself is not going to work. He needs somebody that's good next to him. I hope they do something where they show him training Spider Man. That'd be cool. Like, even if it's just a little, like, you know, when they're yeah. prepping for the shit, you know, and he's like, look, I got to teach you how to throw a punch because you got that spider strength, but you, you're not, you don't know where to hit or how to hit. Like, that. Yeah, your technique sucks. Yeah, yeah that, like, I remember in the comics, like, that was, that was one of my favorite yeah. shit ever because <laughs> it's like, yeah, wow, spider food. And that was very cool. It's very cool. Um, yeah, and I think, I think, honestly, I mean, I think he'll fit in really well with the rest of the, the MCU Avengers, but that's me, you know, I, I say that As in what I, what I imagine the next, the next set of Avengers, like who they're going to be and what they're going to interact like. I mean, uh, you in, know, in the comics, he's been paired up with almost everybody at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, but I will say he, he joined a really strong Avengers team in, in the comics. Like, yeah. You know, you had like everyone that you when you think about at least when I thought about an Avengers team, just let everybody I thought about was in that team and then Shang-Chi too. And then it's just kinda like, okay, yeah, I'm not like you can't go wrong there. Like if you add Shang-Chi to Thor, Cap, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, it's like, you know, vision, you're you're not gonna like it doesn't matter if Shang-Chi's there or not. It's just an an additional, but it's a bonus, you know. You're like, oh, and Shang Chi, that's cool. See, but you know, that, that's the thing. Like, you those dudes, those superpower dudes in, in one team. You could say the same thing about Black Widow, and they made her work. I mean, she she went at Thanos' army with a stun gun at one point. No, no, no. See, no, but I I think that that in my mind, that's completely different, just from a oh, historical comic. Yeah. But like an Avengers, an Avengers standpoint, like if you if you I'm read talking, Avengers, I, I'm talking. You know, you. Are you if you're talking comics, then that's totally different. Well, no, I, that's that's what I was talking. I was talking comics. I've said, look, yeah. not used to talking comics because you know it's 2021. Who reads? Yeah, comics? no, I'm, talk, I'm talking comics, and so it's like, you know, obviously in in the MCU, like if we're talking MCU, you know, you're not gonna get Thor, Cat, Iron Man, you know. Well, you're going to get, I guess you're going to get Sam Wilson's Captain America, but you're not going to get an Iron Man. I don't think, I don't, uh, maybe you get, uh, maybe you get uh, Jane Foster Thor, but 
I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not convinced that Natalie Portman is gonna sign up to do a whole bunch of Avengers movies. So like I do feel like the the next set of Avengers is gonna be a team closer to the people that we saw, you know, like uh, like what was that? Was that the that was in the end game, was it? What was, what movie was that where they're all on the at the Avengers campus? That was I don't a, remember. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember, but you know, it's like you're gonna get like the Doctor Stranges and I, you know I think like, unless mm-hmm. unless they kill off Natalie Portman's character in Love and Thunder, I think she'll she'll be back. Because uh, these people, like they sign, they sign Disney contracts in blood. I mean, Ben Kinsley, they, they drag him back out for Shang Chi. You know? No, but but Natalie, I'm not saying Natalie Portman won't do multiple movies. I think she will do multiple movies. They, they got I, I, I don't. Thor will be back. Thor will be back after she will not be Thor past Love and Thunder. I, you don't she, think so? She might. They might. Like she might yeah, be so. uh, the Beta Ray Bill of the group. Because they don't want I don't, to rebuild. Look, look, they're gonna have a beta rebuild already. No, but no, I it's gonna be her, and she's gonna be worthy enough, and they're gonna give her her own hammer. Uh, yeah, See, no. I think I think I think that I, I think that Natalie Portman might do more than one Thor movie, in my opinion. And that doesn't mean that that you know Chris Hemsworth isn't gonna be in it. It's just that she'll be the Thor, she'll be Thor. And I mean, and so and so he he can still be in it. I don't, but I don't know that either one of them are going to be in an Avengers movie. They might be, but I I think it's it's it, right now it feels less likely that we'll have a Thor on an Avengers team in the MCU. So I'm I'm not I'm not counting on that. It doesn't it doesn't feel like that's the trajectory to me. I, like after I see the first movie, then yeah, I might feel completely different. But I I yeah, that's not that's not the the direction things feel like they're going to me. So I think that the Avengers team that we have is going to be uh, uh, a different kind of Avengers team. So that's why I'm like Shang-Chi on that team. Like, you know, who knows? Like that might work, but we, you know, we'll have to see what happens, like how everybody comes together and what, what that looks like after the fact. The only way you don't have Thor in the next Avengers team is if they go Young Avengers. Nah, that's not. Nah, that's, that I doesn't think, make any sense. I was like, why? Why? It's why? gonna be its own separate team, its own separate movie. Yeah. Regular Avengers, you're gonna have a Thor, whether it's it's Helmsworth or Portman. Like they they dragged her ass back for Endgame, and then she realized she signed a contract, so now she's doing Love and Thunder. Like they they got her. Like her soul's the Mephisto's taking her soul. Like she's. <laughs> She's in it for the long haul at this point because that's was, the Disney roles. Was the scene the scene in Endgame? Was, was new. She shot that for. Oh Endgame. yeah, it wasn't like they took unused footage. Used footage. Oh okay. Like yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that was new. Like I'm like she oh, laid man. there all like you know. She, she didn't, I didn't say she worked hard. I'm just saying that that was her. Right, they got her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, before we go into. Oh, go ahead, man. Uh, Tiger Clan Chess says, also, Jane Foster's Thor in the movie will more than likely not follow the one they did in the comics. So expect some sort of deviation. Like, for example, they're probably not going to do the cancer part. 
Well, no, she actually walks up to the hammer. She's not yeah. like ridden like in the comics. Like, in the comics, you didn't know it was Jane Foster for like three months. Now I hope they do the. Well, you know why? Well, you know why that is right? Because that's the Shazam thing where like they switch bodies. <laughs> so she became an Asgardian looking being, not Natalie Portman cosplaying Thor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, the, the, just. By virtue of them telling you that Jane Foster will be Thor and Natalie Portman's playing Thor, like it's not like the comics. Yeah, that, but the before, we do, oh, ratings, uh, like, before we go into the ratings, Larry, you had any gripes with the movie? Was it bad in any point? I know it wasn't because of Disney. No, no, I mean the 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 gripe, like I said before, was that you know I felt like it was a missed opportunity. It felt it felt like. The Nova Core thing all over again with the rings not having individual attributes. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like that would have been visually interesting. It would have, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I get like you only have so much time. And I think that I, I can understand somebody feeling like, oh, well, we don't want to take the time to explain that. I don't know that you need to. You know, I don't know that, that you can just let it do what it does and you can we can talk about it at a later date, you know, and we will be okay. Cause it's not like they explained to us exactly what they were doing in this movie anyway. Right. So, so that was, that was one gripe I had. And then the other gripe is uh, it, it, along the lines of what you were talking about, I guess, Mo, um, you mentioned the dragon scales and the, uh, the uh, like shock batons and stuff. It's like, I just I'm 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 over the whole one side has one color and another side has another color thing, you know? Like the dragon scale weaponry stuff I actually liked and thought was good and would have wanted that to stay in the movie. The other side having like their like blue weapons, it's like you don't need any of that to me. And I understand that that's become a thing, like, you know, it's an MCU kind of thing. You know, they did it in Black Panther, right? With uh, yeah, the two different Black Panther suits and all that kind of stuff. And, you but know, I, I get it's a, it. It kind of made sense because you have two similar looking characters fighting each other. You have to differentiate. Yeah, it, it makes it makes a, a bit more sense. And But honestly, I think that that's why they do it all across the board, where I think you know, they're like, we're going to be having these fights and we want people to be able to tell who the good guys are, who the bad guys are, and where the bad guys' hands are versus where the good guys' hands are. And, you know, like, you know, it's, it's to make it simple, simpler for the audience. And it's just like, I don't I don't know if it needs to be that simple. Like, I feel like there's a, there's probably a better way to do that if you want to. And I think that it's just that we've gotten stuck in that convention, unfortunately. And it's like to me, it's like it, it, it feels at this point, it feels a little bit out of place. Like there was, there was other points where it's like, okay, like, you know, I think I can think back to, uh, like, say, First Avenger, Captain America, the First Avenger, and like all of the Hydra folks had like energy weapons or whatever. But you know, that's written into the plot to a degree. And you know they don't have to glow like they do, but it's like okay, like I, you know, I can give give that a pass 
at that moment in time, you know, when we're we're talking about what is that, three or four movies in? Right. It's like, you know, but at this point, it's kinda like we, we have to figure out a better way to do this. It's like there's no there's no good reason for it to be like, okay, it's the reds versus the blues. <laughs> you know, so the gripe that I had that it, even though I did enjoy this movie and it had a lot of uh, uh, new stuff brought to the table as far as the mm-hmm. episode goes, it still felt a little uh, cookie cutterish for MCU. <laughs> you know, like the 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 villain and the hero knowing each other. You know, having history together. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the. Yeah, it's just stuff like that. The 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 funny person on the side, you know, and that's that's mm-hmm. tropey, you know, that's tropey almost anything really. So mm-hmm. it, it, you kind of it, it works well here and it works well everywhere. That's why people keep you. If it didn't work well, <laughs> it, we would have right. using it. But um, but that that's one of the things. But it's definitely by no means like a lazy movie. Um, no, I don't think so either. It does fit the mold. It's like they're I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a UCLA extension class filmmaking the Marvel way. <laughs> yeah, like there was <laughs> right, Marvel right. Way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um right. but yeah. Um Oz, were you gonna say something before I uh, I cut you off to maybe put Larry to talk? Probably, but it doesn't matter. Okay. In that case, let's get back, let's get um let's move forward to the ratings, man. Jay, what would you rate this film? Um, I think I would rate it a four out of five. Uh, it was fun, good action. The rings are too big. Um, overall, a good time, I think. Okay. Oz, what would you rate this film? Uh, three and a half. You know, give it a month and a half. Watch it for free on Disney Plus. I'm assuming it's going to be free. I. I'd hate to think that they'd charge you 30 bucks after it's been, you know, 45 days or however the, uh, however long the, the thing is, but it, it's worth watching. It's a, it's a fun time and uh, amazing actors around the main character. So yeah, well, well worth watching. Larry, Larry give us a rating for this fine piece of cinema. <laughs> cinema. Uh, I'm going to give it four and a half out of five. Dude, especially like it's one of these things where it's a it's a superhero martial arts action epic, dude. It's like it's it's great. I think that you know if you like any one of those things, you'll probably like this movie. If you like all those things, and that's a thing where that's a category that I fall into. Like I love martial arts movies, I love superhero movies, I love Marvel, and it's like okay, like and like like I said, I went into it with. I won't say you know I, I won't say high expectations, but I thought it was going to be good, and uh, it ended up being even better than I expected. So yeah, few like I said, got a few down, few things that I definitely would have liked to have seen change and be different. But all in all, great time, four and a half. As for me, uh, it's a four. Uh, I know last week I, I reviewed it preemptively at three point five, just based on the rings. Um, but the film, the movie was actually better than I thought it would be, and uh, but it still wouldn't get more than a four because I do take the 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 apologism for Mandarin is something that I uh, I understand. I don't think you should get rid of 
a character like the Mandarin. There's no space for him in the MCU right now, like the anti more mystical Iron Man. I think that would be an interesting character to bring along to an MCU or a TV show or something. But just totally discounting him because of the mustache and the name and uh, is, 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 is a disservice to the MCU. But yeah, four out of five for me. Cool. Uh, Jay, man, want you? Uh, we're gonna move along to Mortal Kombat, and what's the name of this battle for the realm? Or uh, Battle of the Realms. Battle of the Realms. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, why don't you summarize that for the good people at home? All right. So, Mortal Kombat: Battle of the Realms takes place a few months after. Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Um, it uh, basically Outworld has been attacking uh, Earth, uh, and uh, eventually they decide to have one more Mortal Kombat winner take all. No more contests. No more ten wins. Just just have like the final contest and fight it out for the fate of all the rounds. Okay. Now, oh, and Ultra Instinct Shaggy just, like, kicked the shit out of Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you're, we're on you right now, man, why don't you tell us your little uh, first impressions of this animated film? Um, Overall, I liked it, but there are some oddities, I think. Um, especially when it comes to like characters using special moves, they don't really do that, which I thought is kind of weird, and it really like stands out when you have some characters do their moves and others just don't. Um, and uh, I think I thought that was weird. And also the thing with the like the big bad at the end, like it's not that it comes out of nowhere. It just doesn't feel like it adds to the story. It just kind of extends it for another five minutes. Um, yeah. And yeah, that it. it comes off as a little weird and also I think the fights in this one aren't as good um granted they have more of them in this but in Scorpion's Revenge like all the fights felt and looked amazing mm -hmm. and here it just gets a little generic um, and they're a lot shorter too, right? Right, they are shorter, and that is to say that not to say that I had a did had a bad time watching. Like it was still good. Um, just it could have been a lot better, and there are definitely things Scorpion's Revenge does a lot better than this movie does. Okay. Larry, man, why don't you give us your first impression? Um, 
my first like my yeah my my first impression was uh it, it's interesting it's an interesting movie uh i did i did like it and i think i liked it more so just because i felt like it got a bit deeper into mortal Kombat lore and and that's something that i like you know um i do agree and did think while i was watching it like I felt like the animation wasn't as good as the the last movie, which well, I thought was strange. That's saying something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I, you know, I, I, I thought was strange because I was like, "You did the last movie already, like why?" Like, and and I like I think that that is directly reflected in what Joe was saying in regards to like the fights. I felt like some of the fights weren't as well animated, well choreographed. Well executed as, um, as Revenge of Scorpion. Uh, so you know that was a little disappointing, but overall the story, I actually really did enjoy, and I liked. Um, yeah, I liked the course of events. I enjoyed watching. I just you know it just felt like it could have been executed at a, a little bit of a higher level if, if they wanted to. And, that, and I think that's more so the idea where it's like, you know, I kind of felt like I saw what they did beforehand. And I, if I know, if I, if you saw, if I saw that you did better previously when you have your second outing and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know, like I know that this could be like taken up a notch that is disappointing. So yeah, but all in all, I thought it was good. Oz, give us your uh, first impression. Uh, I agree with the uh, the other two. It, the animation felt like it was either lazy or rushed. Hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like there's there's times, especially with the opening, like it gets better the the further in that you go. But it's, like in the opening, sometimes it feels like there's frames missing. Like they they skip some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the story, the the story itself is great. I just, the, uh, my issue is I need somebody to explain to me Mortal Kombat. Well, I mean, the, the way I understand it is Outworld wants to take over our world. And before they can do that, they have to win the Mortal Kombat tournament. That's that ten, was ten the, times in a row. However many times. If they haven't won it, they can't do it, right? Well, this movie opens with Outworld invading Earth, even though the, they say we just won the Mortal Kombat tournament and there shouldn't be one for like a thousand years. So it doesn't make sense. Wow, how are they being taken over? I thought they weren't allowed. So how would one more tournament stop that if dude, apparently dude can just jump into Earth and send his armies to, to take it over? It, it's rules of engagement. It's not following those, so at that point they have to like do <laughs> an actual uh, war and risk losing. Oh, so if they win Mortal Kombat, then they don't. They, they just don't have free reign. Yeah, but at if, least that's what I take. If Earth wins Mortal Kombat, they still have to defend themselves. Yeah, like, doesn't well. It, okay, see, I thought the rules were Outworld can't take over. Any world that they haven't beaten in Mortal Kombat. I, That's I, 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 here, but I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like you know, the, the rules are like it, like the rules themselves are like 
just random rules, right? Like, why the elder gods allowed this to happen this particular way? Who knows? But but the the skirmishes, people, you know. But the the skirmishes generally, at least from my understanding, like when they send some guys from Outworld into Earthrealm to go and like mess some stuff up, a lot of that more so is like. Oh, let's see if we can catch some of these fighters slipping and maybe like kill a champion or something like that. And then when the tournament comes, yeah. But in, this movie opens with a full blown army. <laughs> in video, which, which, by the way, this army and this is more of the platoon, dude. It's it's a it's a lot. Yeah. It, by the way, this, this <laughs> army is like getting getting messed up by like six dudes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but but they're Earthrealm champions, Earthrealm champions. Yeah, no, I look, I get it, and <laughs> the, the the writers do something that just like really got on my nerves, man. It's that uh, we'll old we'll in, in the gripe okay. section. Okay. Uh, as for my uh, first impression, I, I agree with the three of you, uh, except for the fact that it doesn't get the animation doesn't get better. They still do the. They, it's like they didn't listen to our last review. The, they still do the weird thing with the knuckles, where the knuckles look all black and like that. And uh, yeah, that that I don't like. It, it's definitely like it, it's shot animation. Usually is I, I, Joe. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but something around 18 frames per second um, to 24. This looks like it's at 12 frames per second, mm-hmm. and it you know it works for like Ridley Scott when he's doing these action scenes. They look all jarring. And but he uses them for little sequences. Um, it, it, this is the way they do things, and then it doesn't get better. We just get used to it. Um, and then the story itself, <laughs> the story, the story itself, it, it, like Larry said, it, it expounds on the, a little bit of the lore, uh, which yeah. is cool until you get to like the big bad and the convergence and, and all that, like. Why bother with a tournament if you can just get the key and those little amulet things? So, oh, but those are those are two different things, though. Right, right. That's the whole, not, yeah. was trying to destroy the world. Like he was just trying to destroy everything. Yeah, not take I, anything I over. I get it. It would have been better to make a movie of one over the other, like the games <laughs> do that. Like Shaolin monks and Mortal Kombat Seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and, and that's definitely, uh, uh, I think, more than a fair criticism, where you're like, if, if what you're saying is, hey, maybe that should have been its own movie, I could totally see that. Uh, it, and and it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, in the games, I think they do separate them. Like, because yeah. I feel like one of those, like, like one of those, <laughs> one of those stories is like, 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 the Deadly Alliance, I think. And then the other story is Deception, like yeah. Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Another one is Mortal Kombat Deception, I believe. But but you know no that that's not true because I think Deception has uh, I can't remember what's old boy's name the Dragon King, Onaru is that his name something like that. But so it's it's not the exact story, but it is that kind of thought process. Yeah, yeah. and you know you could have separated them, but here's the thing. If you separate those stories, then you don't get all the characters in it, and that's that's I think the one of well, the things that I kind of appreciated about this movie was I I don't I I there was a point where I was like oh they're gonna try to force like 
Scorpion onto this team of champions to be like fighting so that, you know, so he could be in the movie. And they didn't do that. They're like, no, no, Scorpion has his own kind of story that's going on. And that involves Sub-Zero. And that's where you get, you know, uh, Cyrax and Sector. And it's like, and that's where friggin' Shinnok hangs out. And it's like, okay, this is like a whole parallel story that's its own thing. But at the end, they kind of converge because it's like, well, if you let the whole world get destroyed, then <laughs> you know, and and it's like it all it all makes sense why all this converges because then all the realms are coming together, and so everyone's in the same place technically because there's only one realm at that moment. You know what I mean? And, so I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Like I, this works for me. That's where I was with it. Where it's like you say it's like uh, deadly alliance and deception, and for me it also felt like. Mortal Kombat two and three, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Like, right. It, it's just like that. That they they, for me, it was like a, a more streamlined way of explaining the transition between two and three, and mm-hmm. um, and I I enjoyed that a lot. And like you said, the the, the two parallel stories converging at the end. I, I was with it. I was with it until the big bad convergence fight battle and protecting mm-hmm. people happened within five minutes of each other. Where mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, is this like for like 30 seconds? I was like, man, are they gonna give me an HBO Max like series about what it's like for these champions to protect the planet like during this? Yeah, like yeah. even with the shitty animation, you right? Know? right. I, I went to the last Mortal Kombat, the Scorpion's Revenge, and this, uh, you know, with the same thing, like, oh, the animation's shitty, and uh, all right, all right. and then by the end, I'm like, oh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and then here, yeah. That too, until like the big epic battle <laughs> was like five minutes. I think it would have merited like a nice season of like you know finding <laughs> other champions, seeing other characters living in this new converged world, and uh, yeah, yeah. And we the, the movie definitely. I mean, the movie runs was it like seventy nine minutes, something like yeah. that, and it's like. You know, technically speaking, you could have done like just under two hours, and the second part of it could have been like the realms converged and more in that realm and and whatnot. And and yeah, like I I know that that's part of what I was saying too, right? I think what, that it felt rushed at the last part or ta- oh no, who said that? I'm sorry, I don't remember who said that. It felt like oh Jay, I think you said that actually. You said that it was it felt like the it was just like. And add it on just to extend the movie an extra like five or ten minutes. Um, and yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, I, I can definitely see how it could feel that way considering how much time they spend with that. And you know, it's like that feels like that fight could be longer. But even even the way they ended up doing it, it's kinda like, that's ah, okay. Like it's like at least for me, it was it was all right. Like I I wouldn't have been mad though at your idea, Mo, with HBO Max miniseries of you know the champions defending innocence in the merged realm. Yeah, you would have been mad. I would have. Oh, okay. I know you. Uh, <laughs> what do you like most about this this one? I, I know you, you. We we reviewed the first one. Link up here. Click here to watch that review. <laughs> but. Um, what would you like most about this one and, and kind of compare it to what you thought of the first one? 
Um, what did I like most? Huh. Like, gotcha. I think <laughs> what I liked most is that it was a coherent story. Um, I don't know if any of you remember Annihilation. Oscar. That, like, I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Like, it was just so random and so terrible. And, you know, in this one, they have characters, and we don't know a lot about them, but at the same time, it's like they kind of just do their thing and then they go away. It doesn't feel intrusive like like it could have. So I guess what I like about this is that it wasn't bad. Like it had the potential <laughs> to be. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, we we can all agree that most Mortal Kombat movies aren't great. Yeah, like they don't need to be. Like we talked about this when, uh, <laughs> when uh, the the HBO Max like live action came out, the the most recent one, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't expect Mortal Kombat to be, you know, the deer hunter, you know, but it, I I do want a certain level of standards, <laughs> you know, or yeah, you know, absolutely. Because the games are good, and the games, unfortunately, don't tell you enough of the lore as I would like. And uh, the, these movies seem to do a little bit of that, and uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I think that's what I like the most out of this. And I did like the, the whole uh, back and forth with Johnny Cage and Sonya. I thought that was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was nice. Riker got killed like fairly quick. I thought that was cool. Not that I have anything against Striker, but it's just <laughs> I just liked how that went down. Um, Joel, uh, Joel McHale did a real good job. It didn't sound like him. That oh, was Striker like wasn't McHale, huh? Striker was McHale. I, I didn't say Striker was McHale. Oh, we were talking about Striker. You said McHale did a good job. So I said Joel McHale did a really good job. I, I understand that Striker was being brought up at the same time, but I, okay. I'm not saying he was Striker. He was Johnny Cage. I just want, I just want Matthew Mercer, Mercer to get his due. Dude, dude is amazing. Should we cast this movie for yellow facing? Because there's a lot of people doing Asian voices that aren't Asian. And I yes. know that's the thing now. <laughs> Which, absolutely. I thought it was just Scorpion. Was there some, who, no, Liu Kang was like Rodri like Paul Rodriguez or somebody. Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, it was like his attitude doing Liu Kang. And I and you know, all the Asian dudes just look white like the other dudes. <laughs> but that that's just art style, I think. Um but yeah, I, I can't find the dude's name, the Hispanic dude that played Liu Kang. But uh in the meantime, Oz man, why don't you tell me what you like most about this? What I liked about it, oh man, caught <laughs> me off guard. Dig, dig deep into that brain of yours. Uh, ooh, if, if I dig deep enough, I'm gonna drown in alcohol. <laughs> um, I, story, I guess it. I had a lot of problems with the animation and the art style, 
but the story was enough to keep me watching. Uh, if if it wasn't like I would have been done after the first twenty minutes, I would have okay. I've seen enough. I can talk about this, whatever. But it kept me. I'd like, I like. I wanted to keep watching, and that's you know, that's good storytelling. I a lot of problems with with the movie. A lot of problems with the art. A lot of problems with the animation. And I guess there's a section where we're going to talk about that. And if we're just talking about what I like, the it, it's a good story. It's the story by itself is is worth the watch for this. What are we is looking? That, at? Is that the Latino dude? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's that that guy's Latino. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Rodriguez. He's Australian. <laughs> Italian? Pretty sure, I'm, Australian. No, Australian. I'm pretty sure that's an Asian person. Or a person <laughs> of Asian descent, I should say. He's probably Filipino. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll allow it. No cancel. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, huh? Yeah. Hey, look, it, it's it's the best of both worlds. Like his people were fucked over by the Spanish, just like the Mexicans. So he's like Mexican, but he's also Asian because his ancestors got fucked over by the Chinese too. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, it's the best of both worlds. Oh, uh yeah. Uh, look, let's go into the criticism, man. What, what's the worst part of this for you guys? Rodriguez's parents are Malaysian, so yeah. Oh, there's Asian and Malaysian. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> general area. We're good. Yeah. We're Look, good. It's Far East. Look, they they escaped uh, poverty or what? I don't know. I'm sure Malaysia is dealing with something, or at least when when his parents left it to go to Australia and find opportunity. And good for them. Now their son's bringing in cash. Yeah. What were we talking about? I want your uh, your harshest criticism of this. What's the worst part of <laughs> this <laughs> experience for you? Oh, the art was ass. Yeah. Uh, I I hate that they don't know how to, or I guess refuse to shade, where <laughs> like like the shadows are, are like just hard hard shadows so everybody looks like like their knuckles have like these like squares yeah. on them and it's it's like some characters look might as well be a tiger stripe on them the way the shadows are are drawn was really distracting story wise now i thought when when i first saw this that this would be my thing but it bugged me in the opening scene with like so when Stryker shows up and he's wielding what looks like a standard issue police Glock and it's just fully automatic like he's just mowing down <laughs> rounds a second coming out of this thing never runs out of ammo and that was bugging me I was like, oh okay so it's, it must be a mystical Glock or something like they, they just don't understand guns but then it becomes a plot point that they run out of ammo like and I'm like, well, what, what? Like, uh. so yeah. There's <laughs> the art and animation are my biggest gripes. A few minor story issues, but like I said, the story was other than that it was great and and worth the watch. So yeah, that's yeah. 
I guess just the art and animation really is what bugged me. Uh, Larry, man, why don't you give me your biggest criticism? What did you hate most about it? Uh, it? Definitely the animation. Like, like I just felt like it wasn't as good as the last movie, which is unfortunate because it does that. Like, you know, the last movie has that. We talked about the art style of the last movie when we reviewed the last movie. And this has, like, all of the negatives of that art style, but less of the positives of it, which is which is a sucky place to be. Uh, and then uh, outside of that, I would say, uh, even though this might be consistent with Mortal Kombat lore, I just don't like, I, I have a hard time believing that like Sector and Cyrax can take Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Like, that they'll be given so much, so much problems. It's like, I get it. They're, they're cybernetic ninjas. Smoke and that's hardcore. It's, it's, huh? Smoke, you're okay with. It's Scorpion and Sub-Zero that bug you. That, that they can take smoke. Yeah. No, no, I know. I'm not. I mean, honestly, I don't they feel imply, like. They imply smoke taught this Sub-Zero. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like smoke really should be taken as much either but at the same time you know smoke i feel is a little bit more ambiguous but you know sub-zero and and scorpion i'm just like i don't know should they be uh, able to, like like they're they're a big problem for those guys in this movie i would also and i'm not saying that they can't be a, a problem but a big problem like you know i'm like you know they had scorpion basically running scared from the three of them I think uh, important to point out that Scorpion and Sub Zero outlast those two. So that's true. You know, <laughs> technically, Scorpion and Sub Zero saved like five realms, including oh, no, Lung and Tao Ro. Wait, why are only five? Wait, what? You are so silly. And Mikkelheim. First of all, there, there's six. There's six realms in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but Outworld is the sixth. And they all became part of Outworld. So I say five outer, even though Outworld has out in it. You see how this whole mythos is just like it's. By the way, uh, Jordan Rodriguez, I'm looking at his wiki, which isn't big, but I just found it funny that occupation, three things actor, okay, dancer, makes sense, builder. <laughs> there's nothing on here like, like like there's nothing like there's no like carpentry or like what, what the hell is he building <laughs> like is he just is he just you know christian so you know christ was a was a was a uh he built he built the soul no i just had carpenter <laughs> like i i was literally thinking carpenter as i was saying that sentence and it just flew away yeah, I do best. Ch- chairs. Oh, That's a specialty. Chairs. Jay, yeah. man, what what you what you hate the most out of this? Um, I don't know that there was anything I hated the most. Just all those things that I mentioned earlier just kind of bugged me. Um, not really anything I just hated the most. I mean, yeah, it just. It just kind of sucks that it wasn't better. Right. Because it could have like, been. 
and I know when I when uh, I originally like watched the two back to back. So I, I watched Scorpion's Revenge and then immediately watched Battle for the Realms. And, you know, you can see just like that kind of accentuates like how much it's kind of lacking. And uh, I, I did watch it again on its own. Uh, better experience, but there's still a lot lacking. And... Yeah, like there's nothing that made me mad, just disappointed. Okay. Damn, he he went all like father. Like I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm disappointed. Right. And like this... like he practically hit that brown note on that ukulele too when he said it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's like there's there's one of the animators is listening to this review right now that he just shed a tear. He's like He's tying a scarf to the other side of the door at the door now. I mean, if he shed a tear, it's because he's handcuffed to the to his desk, but it's a whole another issue. Yeah. Uh the art in here is something I did not like. The shading mm-hmm. issues with the knuckles. I hate those fucking knuckles. Yeah. Uh, the actual comic art style, there was a cartoon that did I can't remember. It was on on WB and it might have forget the it was they did this thing where they draw when they draw like facial hair, it's just like a square, like for the little soul patch, and it's just a square. And when you see like there it was a comic art too where like the hair on your arms were just little squares. And it, it's, it's I'm trying to look for the guy that drew that style. And he was a Hispanic dude, uh, I think he was Mexican. And he might have uh, drawn a, a couple issues of Crimson, like a variant or a backup story. And um, I can't find it. And there was a, a cartoon that did that style, and it worked. You know, granted, it was network television. And uh, and it this style reminds me of that, but doing it wrong. And, mm-hmm. like, when I was watching it, I'm like, you know what? If this was a comic, I'd probably give it a five out of five, even with the rush big bad ending because granted it probably would have been a four or five issue book yeah mm-hmm. series um but as a as a piece of animated work i really enjoyed the story so it's like a, it's a 3.7 for me that's what i hated the most and i'm rating it at the beginning here because that's that's all i'm going to say about this i don't think i could say anything more i, I enjoyed what i enjoyed and i, I what I didn't like kept me from enjoying mm. it. Before. And with that, I'm going to get uh, Larry, man, why don't you rate this for me? Dude, I think, actually, I think your score is the perfect score. 3.5 or uh, 3.75. Right. Like, I, wait, is that, that's not what you said, though. I think that's what you meant, right? Did you say 3.57? No, I, I meant 3.57. Oh, okay. Then maybe, uh, you know what? I still, I'm going to stand by my statement and then yeah. go with 3.57. You know, okay. I, never, I never admit to error. Okay. You know, but I, I just, it's just one of those things where I, there's a lot that I liked about it, but there's definitely things wrong with it. And, you know, as much as I would love to give it like a four, I can't do that. It is probably like, it's somewhere between three and a half and four, definitely. So that's what, what I said. Oz, man, why don't you give me a rating for this? 
I'm going to disagree with both of you and give it a 3.13 because it's not worthy of a, of a pie. 3.13. It's, it, it's worth, look, if, if you can watch it without paying anything extra, then yeah, like I wouldn't get any. What the hell is this on? What is it? Uh, Prime, I think. Blu ray digital. Yeah, it's, it's a, a digital, basically. Like a uh, yeah, like a, a buy yeah, rent situation. Band, not like uh, a streaming. Yeah, yeah, somebody always streams them though. Like there's there's always whether it's Hulu or Amazon, somebody always streams these um these straight to Blu-ray. Things. I'm assuming the first place it would go would be HBO Max, right? Yeah, yeah. See, okay, and that's my whole point is I wouldn't buy this Blu-ray. Uh, but if you have HBO Max or whatever service has it and you, it pops up, yeah, I'd check it out for sure. It's definitely worth watching. It like it, it's a good story, you know. It's just crappy art and animation, but I don't think most people care about that because it's not horrible. It's it's bad to us because we we we're kind of snobby, like we're perfectionist. And we care about things that most people don't. So, fuck it. Yeah, if you're a regular person, yeah, check it out. for that. They come to us for our. <laughs> they come to us because they don't want the regular. Person. Right. If you look, it, that that's why that's why you come to us because if we praise something, you know it's good. Yeah, and that's something, something like this that we kind of we have issues with, but we're still telling you, you know what? Check it out. That's telling you how good the story is. That I get over my issues of the crappy art and animation, which is a big deal for me. So check it out. But I'm not going to tell you pay money for it. If you have the subscription, then yeah, you just fucking click the button, waste an hour or two, make some popcorn. Have oh, a nice no, not two. <laughs> hour, hour 19. Well, uh, I mean, if you're, you know, uh, streaming service and chill. Oh, gotcha. it's gonna be like a good, you know, twenty minutes, right. half an hour. Go, go to the hour. bathroom, make a sandwich, stuff like yeah. that. Gotcha. Make a sandwich, put it on her back. <laughs> Why should it be the table? Well, because yeah. I can't describe the position because we're on YouTube right now. Got it. Yeah. Got it. You know, you, it's, it. It, it, it's a you're both in a position where you can both watch the television. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think we've cussed this episode at all, so we might get monetized. Oh no, we have. You well, you have. I have. Yeah, like dude, when you curse, it's like how some people say um. So you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's happened. It, I, it, I don't believe you. Okay. Uh, Jay, man, why don't you give us a fucking uh, rating on this motherfucker? <laughs> um. I would like to give it a four, but I cannot. Um, it's gonna get a three. Like I, I like the story. There are definitely things worth watching here, uh, but this should have been better. It could have been better. We've seen them do better. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna say three. All right. Now I'm not gonna tally up the. Uh... I'm not going to tally up the averages here, but 
I want like as far as epic Asian martial arts heroics in film go, <laughs> which one's better, <laughs> uh, Shang Chi or Mortal Kombat? I, I know it's it's a useless question, but I, I'm stalling for time. Definitely Shang Chi. Shang Chi, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. As, uh, at least Shang Chi sets up the next movie you want to watch. Yeah, that, I'm only saying that just so I can title this the epic showdown or something <laughs> between Mortal Kombat <laughs> versus Shang-Chi. And um, fighting. <laughs> but with that, we're going to... Uh, you guys you guys want to do a little news or anything? Yeah, like, yeah, let's do a little bit. Dip out if you want. We had a nice, concise show. You want to do news? Let's do news. Yeah, just like... Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Yeah. Do you guys know who Joe Bennett is? Never heard. Yeah. Of him. <laughs> he's, uh, he's the dude that did this. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he didn't. I don't think he did that. Oh, I, I, I didn't even see it. What was it? I, I, it's not there. I oh, was... <laughs> he did uh, Immortal Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the current Immortal Hulk artist. Yeah. He's getting ready to end. Uh, I, all of a sudden, the the writer was it Alan Moore or Al Ewing? Al Ewing, Alan Ewing. Uh, he yeah. <laughs> he says he's never working with Joe Bennett again. After issue fifty of Immortal Hulk, so they're finishing yeah. the run, <laughs> and now he chooses to. <laughs> uh, Joe Bennett, if you don't know, is in trouble for making political cartoons of of uh, in Brazil for um, the I guess the dude that uh, is running Brazil is a dude that's not too popular, and uh, he made a cartoon of him. Killing his opponents like rats, and it, it brings in some weird, uh, genocidal undertones for that particular uh candidate and his message and his personal comments that he said about other ethnic groups in, <laughs> in Brazil. From what I understand, I could have it wrong, uh, but everybody's mad at Joe Bennett now. This cartoon isn't new that he did. It's resurfaced, and it surfaced in the past, and nobody's given a fuck uh, until now that Immortal Hulk is ending. And, <laughs> you know, he didn't say, you know, Al Ewing didn't say, I'm not working with him. You know, he's even said in a statement, I understand his things have been controversial. That's why I'm not working with him after issue 50 when it ends. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a cloud thing. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, I, I, if you don't like the guy, don't, uh, don't work with him. If you don't like his politics, or if you like, if you don't like his politics, and he's like, he draws, and that's, I pay him to draw, not to tell me who to vote for. Then, you know, because <laughs> like, that's a fair thing, you know. In right. Society, it's not, it, it's, it's frowned upon <laughs> to do business with a talented person, even though they're a piece of shit, unless you know, it's a specific part of the arts. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, Kanye took a picture with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Marilyn yeah. Manson is got a word rape and shit. And the baby. I don't know who the baby is. Like, does Marilyn Manson have a baby? Marilyn Manson had a baby? <laughs> no, no, a guy called the baby. That's the oh. other dude in the picture with Kanye and Marilyn Manson. Oh, okay. And he, he went- also has. Huh? Did he rape somebody or uh, allegations of? Uh, not not rape. I think homophobia. Oh, okay. But that yeah, was the whole thing on the show. Yeah. Like he was at a concert and he started saying some homophobic shit, and then all these concerts he was supposed to play at started canceling him. Oh and he yeah. Came out with this bullshit apology that meant nothing. Yeah. Like straight PR mandate type shit that had no meaning like yeah. he wasn't like no you fuck that dude yeah i mean you know <laughs> but you know realistically like yeah fuck that dude but also i mean i i don't know I, I, this day and age even if you say it you know what i'm never saying that word again i said it in the past they're like yeah fuck you too for saying it in the past no no i'm saying i'm not saying it anymore <laughs> yeah, and it's like I've learned. I'm teaching you. I'm telling you that you can learn, and you can become a better person right. if you want to be. No, fuck you, right. fuck you, Matt Damon. You know, right? Personal growth. If I was sincere, I would forgive him. But right, but not sincere. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. His heart wasn't good enough to ignore what he said. <laughs> His heart didn't go grow three sizes after learning that experience. No, um, music it just oh. isn't worth defending. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with Joe Bennett. He has great music. So. I'm sorry, say that again. So it's like how Michael Jackson was terrible, but he had great music. So we separate the artist from the art. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't do that with the baby. He's just not worth <laughs> the trouble. I, I remember I had a. I had a boss from Senegal when the Michael Jackson stuff was going on in, in Senegal. They love Michael. They, they, he's like God. It's like when the pop goes over, the, the Pope goes over, and uh, he's like, and I go, you know, I go, you know, that's some bullshit. Like fuck, like he goes, you don't care about Michael. I'm like, yeah, I, some of the songs are good. Like I get it, but I go, like I don't like that you know his name, but not Jonas Salk's name. And uh, and he goes, well, can Jonas Salk dance? <laughs> I like you got me. You I like, can't dance. That's, that's why I'm. Yeah. Yep. Can't dance. No. He's like my Jonas Salk can't dance. <laughs> but he had a, a Senegalian, a French Senegalian accent, which I'm not gonna try to do right now. <laughs> that's that's for the best. Yeah, but I, I will say that in eight over there. <laughs> So in, in in regards to Joe Bennett, I just I think that you know I, I feel like Al Ewing felt like he had to say something, and the run's done already. So it's just like it's like yeah. I'm not gonna work with it moving forward. And but at the same time, I don't feel I feel like Joe Bennett like Joe Bennett is actually probably as far as things go in a little bit of a sweet spot as far as getting canceled is concerned. Like people are mad at him right now and. You know, like people know his work because of Immortal Hulk right now, I think, or at least here in the States. Um, I feel like he's he's popular enough for it to matter, 
but not so popular that when he's gone for six months or, or eight months, nine months, like people will hire him and nobody's going to even make a big uproar about it. I don't think. Where's Al Ewing from? That's here? a good question. I don't know. Because you mean here, like the United States? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's, he's from the U S he's American, but I don't know what, what like state he's from. Because Joe Bennett is actually Brazilian. So right, right. if he's commenting on Brazilian politics, like he's the guy that can do it, right? That's where he's from. Where Al Ewing is saying Joe Bennett is wrong, but how is Al Ewing, who is not Brazilian, commenting on Brazilian politics and saying someone from Brazil is wrong? The, the problem is it. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Dang, I did not and know. He had that. a birthday not too long ago. So happy well, birthday. Oh, yeah. I, I missed that. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? He's, he said Al Ewing had a birthday recently, and he's English. He's English. Okay, that's what he is. Well, yeah. last month. So the conqueror is telling the conquered how how to run well, their own state. Okay. The the issue isn't that he's commenting on Brazilian politics. The issue is he's making uh, uh, people look like rodents. Right. And, it, it, yeah. Go ahead, Mo. It, it's what it's how he did it. It's yeah. not like he did it in the New Yorker, and it's not like he did it. It's the equivalent of the person that made Barack Obama look like an ape, right? And, and but for Brazil, but people are mad at it because it's the type of propaganda that was used in World War Two uh, or Nazi Germany, and that they're making they're taking that leap. For that, and that's between them and Mar. Look, Marvel didn't fire Joe Bennett. <laughs> Just commenting it, so it, it's like, it, no, there's nobody really like. There, Joe Bennett is not getting punished in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. It, it's just people were were commenting on what he said, and Al Ewing, like Larry said, he just felt like he had to say something, but he said he's not working with him after well, Immortal Hulk fifty. Right. Right. And that, and that's the Very thing. It sounds like yeah, Al yeah. Ewing doesn't really care. He waited until like they're not working together, like until their run is over, to say, "Oh, and by the way, I care." Because now he's. It, it seems more like virtual signaling than actually caring about yeah. the issues. It honestly no, no. come out like that. It just comes out like he's just addressing the situation. <laughs> like he doesn't it, even have. It's just the timing of it. Yeah, like it so happens that. Like, you know how comics get done months in advance. Way too much credit. Uh, well, the thing, here's the thing. The, the, the actual cartoon came out in 2016, and nobody said anything. <laughs> Not even people being mad about it. So nobody is just coming out now because the, the, the environment is different. And they're like, yeah, you worked with that guy. And he goes, yeah, I did. And I'm not working with him after issue 50. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and you know issue fifty had been done. It's like it's not it's not too much credit. I just know how comics work. Like yeah. the joint has been done like the same way how they solicit books months in advance. It's like when they solicit those books, they're not soliciting books that aren't or well most like <laughs> Marvel's not soliciting books that aren't in, that aren't complete. Unless you know? unless they're part of a big crossover. <laughs> Maybe that might be it. 
that might be it. But you know, the book was already done, so he's just like, oh, and if it's if this is when we're going to talk about it, it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to work with him moving forward, and he can say that because he's not working with any with anything with him currently. So you know, it's like it's 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 one of those things where it's it's the complete opposite of like the situation that happened with Warren Ellis. Like Warren Ellis was in the middle of announcing. Or, or, or I just like Image was in the middle of announcing that they were gonna do a new project with Warren Ellis, and everybody was like, you know, the the what you call it, the groomer guy, the groomer dude, and then everything got canceled, you know. So it's like that's the the opposite kind of thing where it's like you know, but yeah, I I, I would not be surprised though, if Ben, you you'll see his name on some work in like six six to eight months time. That might be a new game for us to play, like how we used to do, well, how we tried to do the death pool, and you guys didn't let me, but yeah, how long will people stay canceled? That that we can play. That I'm down for. So next time <laughs> somebody gets canceled, we'll put them, we'll make a little spreadsheet and everything. There and we go. Never gets, you know, and starting at six months, because it's got to be six months, you know? Yeah. The new yeah, for comics is slower than the one for politics, so... Right. Uh, <laughs> six months, I think, for comics cancellations is a good one. All right. So, what else is happening in the news? Uh, didn't you have a story, man? I mean, you know, there's a lot of different things happening, like, but nothing that. Uh, oh, well, cool. t- t- tomorrow, uh, the new Matrix trailer is supposed to drop. That's for the news. fourth movie, that's yeah. not what. That's not news. Oh. Indeed, Justice came out and Jay hates it. That's news. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> okay, okay, got it. Jay, Jay, you hate the the Injustice uh, animated film trailer. I I don't like the animation. Or what? What about the design? The character like designs look bad. Are those the character designs that are in the game? No. Okay. No, because I do agree. Like I looked at the trailer and I was like, "Why are they going with those designs?" And I, and I, I again, I was like, "Is that what's in the game?" I, I know that the game the does game like good. <laughs> I know the game does like armory kind of stuff, but I don't even think like the initial designs before they get all the armor. I don't think like. Those designs in the show in the in the movie, I don't think those are the designs of those characters either, right? I think I think this is supposed to be on uh, the the comic because the the game takes place way after the events of this story right. that they're doing. Oh, and is the I don't, but that's not the design from the comics either, though, right? No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. that's the problem. Like, oh, Joker, is like, Joker is like super blocky. Yeah, he's not even wearing armor. He's just he's just standing there and he's like like you know he he looks like a mix between the uh, the Batman animated series Joker and the uh, the uh, friggin' last what's it what's the the is it last what dang all of a sudden I blanked out on the name of this. Classic Batman story. What's the? No one cares. Jo- what's no no the joint? What's the joint with where Batman? Everybody says Batman kills Joker. Oh, Killing Joke. 
Killing Joke. Jesus. Wow. Who doesn't kill him in Killing Joke? That's oh, some people. Yeah. Some people su- they, suspect that that's Dark what happened. is where he kills him, like straight up breaks his neck. Wait, which one? Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Okay. In Killing Joke, they, it leaves it ambiguous except for the coloring, and then when they didn't want him to kill him, they recolored it, like ten years later. Are you talking about the comic, because I remember in the comic, like it ends with them laughing, right? And Batman laughing because he delivered the Killing Joke, and then you see a puddle of blood on the floor, and then it gets recolored to mimic water. No, I might have seen the there's, recolored one. But there's I'll, a panel, I'll... there's a panel with. This- Blood on the floor, <laughs> and then it's now there's a panel with just water on the floor. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's tough for me when you know it's colored. Um, the uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Tire Claw and Chat says looking forward to the new Matrix. The new one is called Matrix Resurrection. Wasn't Neo dead at the end of that nonsense? No, he, do, do you not see resurrection in the title? Like he be like Neo was like <laughs> resurrection to the machines, right? But Why like, do you hate Jesus? There's no Jesus? well. There's no body at the end of the the Matrix movie. Virtual Jesus. That's right. because his disciples took it and told them that it rose <laughs> three days later. <laughs> but there's no cave or stone or nothing. It's the in the Matrix. stone. It's a, and now you got old ass. Well, he showing up like geriatric, drinking his insurance. and you know. He, Neo died the same way Tetsuo died at the end of Akira. Like he just became like a sentient consciousness. That's all energy. There it is. There it is. I remember he was sucked into the the Matrix. Right. Just like Tetsuo was sucked into that, like, was it another godhood dimension or some shit? And now, now we got old ass Neo. Shouldn't be even be called Neo because he ain't new no more. Like, you know, just walking around with a with a cane and some insure and I don't know, I don't know what the hell's going on. Dude, are we getting a new Neo? Is it? Well, I thought the no, war was so- over. Why, why why do we need another movie? The war was over, right? It, 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 we, need, we need the alt right people to start using red and blue pill right. <laughs> Listen, the supposedly the the. The whole thing is like it, it's like a flip dynamic where you have like Neo playing like the Morpheus role, and then you have a young dude that's like the new Morpheus why, that's why like do playing we, the Neo role. Why do we need another Morpheus and Neo? I, I thought the war was over. It's software. You know, you're gonna have to watch the movie to find out. Huh? Or at least watch the or at least watch the trailer tomorrow. Did Neo pull out in such a way that the machines took over within three days? Is that what happened? And now like like he's he's got to find some way to fix that, but he keeps walking away. What is yes. that? Jay, okay, okay. There, there have been other Neos in other versions of the Matrix in the past, so it appears that the cycle is repeating. But that's the thing: you have the original Neo. It's not a new cycle. It's the same goddamn cycle. The the, the original Neo. Ah, who cares? I'm like, it's a new cycle if Neo's playing Morpheus. No, it's a new cycle if you have like a whole different, like, if this Neo has any memories of the past Neo, then it's not a new cycle. Now, if this I mean, is, like a whole, if, if it's a whole reboot and now 
they they've uh, they've recast the black character as a white character that makes more sense. That's Hollywood. But I think it's a it's a continuation is what I've been told. It's you know, so it, it's not a new cycle. It's the same cycle. It it's can a, it can you, you know Neil broke the cycle. That was the end of the movie. He he broke the, the those cycles. No new cycles. At the end of three, Oracle says Neo will return and the peace will last as long as it can, says Big Man 24-7. What does Oracle know? She ain't my <laughs> I mean my redheaded. I'm saying I'm saying it's like it can be a new cycle and the same Neo as long as it's well, the it's same Neo, same. but a new world. That was it, the, it's the same was way the as like the Mayan calendar ended, and then we had a day after that. Like it's a new cycle that's gonna last another five thousand years or whatever. Yeah, but the at each cycle ended I with so much. Why are you so bothered by it? Because we're doing a show and it's a topic of discussion. What, like, what, I thought we were talking about injustice. Why do I care about who drew Batman? Ninety-five. I mean, it, no, but but the thing is, like, your caring is not like there's like, yeah, you care who wrote Batman or who drew it in each issue because it changes what it is. But you're reading that issue. You haven't watched the movie yet. But I will. Say, well, save that argument. For <laughs> well, this is this is the preamble. He's like, no. it sucks already. I'm yeah. a I'm a man of passion. Well, look, give me a, a rating, right? So we can get to the next one. Rate Matrix Resurrection for two, two. Okay, out of five, right? Oh, yeah. Listen. Okay. Yeah, like you missed, you missed the opportunity to rate it the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought about it, but that was so obvious that, oh, okay. that yeah. that's the type of joke someone who loves Disney would make. Oh, got it. Who enjoys the, the poor writing and all that? So I got it. A higher standard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody know what Chi made in the theater? It was like seventy-one million or some shit, right? People I think over yeah, the, the Labor Day weekend total was seventy-one million, and it beat out uh, what was it? Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween yeah. for that record. I mean, saying Chang-Chi beat Halloween in, in Labor Day weekend is like saying LeBron James beat high school students at basketball. Like, it's not... It, it you know. Didn't Black Widow make more than that? It's opening with two-day opening as opposed to three-day opening? I think, we have, I think was, Black yeah. Widow did, but, you know, Black Widow's Black Widow. And, by, and, and it was like people got to watch it at home and at the theater. I think it made more just in the theater, not even counting the at-home stuff. Yeah, I, I think that's point. true too. And, it was an experiment. I, and frankly, this Shang-Chi is a better movie than Black Widow. I, I agree. Think. So yeah, well you and yeah you agree because you know strong female characters. Not <laughs> just a better movie. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah, because less women in it. I got gotcha. you. I got. I don't know that there's less women in it. I think there's more women in Chang Chi than there are in Black Widow. Less powerful women. Now, someone in the theater suggested that they might be the uh, that the women at the end might be widows. Yeah, there yeah. was one widow there for sure. The one that was in Black Widow, the Asian one, was there. 
There was oh a, yeah. There was yeah. a widow in the Fight Club fighting. There was oh that's the one yeah, and she's actually credited as widow. So yeah, uh-huh. there, there's one from the movie. I don't think the the chicks at the end are necessarily black widows because. Well, hold on. That's a spoiler. If I talk about that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think those women were being trained by the person in power. Got it. Derek Gates says, according to Disney, Black Widow actually lost money when it opened, so they only owe Scarlet twenty five dollars. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's messed up. Um, so you got time for one more story? Hey, Jay. Yeah, who's, who's got it? I'm out of stories. I thought Jay had one because he mentioned it. But... No, he was giving us the warning, the one story warning. The one story warning. It's actually in the show. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I know that there's other stuff that we should talk about that yeah, I'm forgetting. I mean, but Nick you Pence know. is gonna re- retcon since past. Oh. Instead of uh, one more day, so yeah. people are still saying that the one more day thing is so that it kind of ties into Spider-Man No Way Home, like it's mm-hmm. similar. But who knows? Yeah. All conjecture, yeah. At this point, yeah. All right, I'll yeah. play wrap up music. Let's do it, Joe. Man, give us some final thoughts. Um, Big Cosmic Season Two is out on Netflix. I heard it's pretty good. All right, Oz, man, give us some final thoughts. I didn't realize that Supergirl was back on TV. So, uh, if nobody's gonna watch it, I don't blame you. It's fine, but it's back. <laughs> we need to do the spinoff show that the TV show, like a TV review show, because there's a lot of TV I want to talk about that we don't get to talk about. Yet. No, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Larry, man, give us some. Oh, sorry, Larold. Give me some uh, <laughs> final thoughts. Hey, uh, great job hosting today, Moses. Thank you. Thank you. I did two lines of coke to get this much energy. <laughs> uh, as for everybody else, man, thank you for joining us. Uh, hit likes, subscribe, the bell, all that shit. We're going to bring you more uh, one-shots coming down. Uh, I have a, a little uh, with King Spawn number one reviews that should be out, hopefully by Sunday. Um as well as other stuff coming down the line. But you're only going to get to see them if you subscribe and uh, hit the bell so you can get notified. And plus, that would help us out a little bit. Uh, aside from that, we'll be back next week. I don't know what we're reviewing next week, so I can't tease that. But uh, follow us on social media because we'll probably have it there. Uh, and that's it. We're out. <laughs>